Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I'm going to put you on the spot. Go ahead. <laughs> I sent you a text, sir, okay. saying you taught a class mm-hmm. and you were sharing with us about a website where the uh, copyrights have expired, 
which we can now use. And it's my computer crashed two weeks ago. And I said, could you send that to me? And I have yet to receive it. And because I know that when I'm going to need it, I ain't going to have it. You know, never have it. You ain't sent it to me yet. So I'm putting you on the spot in front of everybody, sir. I don't even remember the the, the text messages, so I know I'm wrong. <laughs> hey, you know, wow, the response. I'm like, I mean, yeah. he messed it up. Well, he, me- yeah. he messed with my money. I, well, you know what? That is exactly what it is, Jerome. Somebody owes me some money. But here's one where you can buy, make sure he gets that. You can buy private labor rights, is what you're talking about there. And then, why do I say it starts with a G? And I'll explain to everybody else who made that. Uh, know what he's talking about i was teaching how y'all can write books real quick because yes 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 you can buy one you buy something from there for sure and there's a free it's gutenberg that's what it's called and then it's there we go it was trying to figure it out in my brain and this one is absolutely free hundreds of thousands of them and the way it works is these books have copyrights obviously and, you, and then they get to a certain point to where they're private label copyright that or private label rights. That means that uh, the copyright has expired. They're now public domain. And if you don't understand that, Lion King is a public domain's work. It's actually Hamlet that has animals. If you didn't know that, then of course, that, that's why they haven't made a Lion King too. Is how do you write such a great classic? Frozen. Frozen is another public domain work. And there's a, there's a few of them. There's a lot of great ones out there. Um, Heroes of Asgard is another public domain work as well. You can do plenty Think of Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Surely is. Surely is. And just there's a lot of great books out there that you can, that you can do. You can you can go to and here is the Gutenberg. This would be one of my favorite sites here. Move this out the way. Project Gutenberg, sixty thousand free eBooks or free books. Period. They're just e because they're all electronic, and you can search for by category. If you just come up here, search and browse. Frequently downloaded. My that's just always a good one. Frequently downloaded to see. You know, what's been popular, top 100 authors, top 100 ebooks yesterday, Pride and Prejudice, obviously. Um, Ulysses by James Joyce, Dracula. And what you can do, not only can you just, you can, you can just take this and go, or this is actually kind of what we talk about increasing your ability to earn. That's what we're talking about today. So this is actually perfect, Jerome. This is actually perfect. <laughs> or what you could do. You can take a modest proposal by Jonathan Swift and you open this up. And then what you do is here is the, the HTML is probably better because you can just come here and copy and paste. You can just do this or you can hit command all and put it in some sort of document. A modest proposal, 1729. And, and I'll show you real quick. It's a melancholy, it's a melancholy object to those who walk through this great town or travel in a country when they see the streets, the roads, cabin doors crowded with beggars of the female sex, followed by three, four, 
or six children, all in rags and importuning every passenger from all arms. That could be a podcast the way I read it, as is. Or you could be working on a short film. And this is now the setting of your scene, act, act one, scene one. And then you take the script and you just change the words line by line. You'll be just fine. Either way, now if you do that, the second one, you got a whole new original film. It's not even, it's not even this no more, for sure. <laughs> whole new original film. If you do the first one, y'all can make a podcast right now. Genuinely, you can make a podcast right now. Increase your ability to earn off of publicly domain books right now. I'll show you just in case because it's always you, you know how it is, Phil. Uh, you say something, someone always go, but that's for you, Phil. It doesn't work for me. You know, somebody always says stuff like that. You know how it goes. You know, let me, you know. <laughs> so let me just show you on his YouTube. And when you come to YouTube, you're going to see, let's go with scary, oh, scary stories. Oh, no, 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 no. Classic stories uh, Antonio? classic stories yes sir would that be the reason why the richest man in babylon you can get on youtube and get three different you can get the whole book there for free from three different sources absolutely correct <laughs> absolutely correct there it is classic stories mr sinister Ninety-eight thousand subscribers just either reading or commentating classic stories, Wendigo and similar creature stories. And this is, oh, this is from uh, No Sleep Podcast. So that's cool. That's actually pretty cool. You, you know, just, you, point is, this man is now getting paid ad revenue to the tune of maybe two, $3,000 a month just for reading stories. Easy. There you go, Jerome. Does that help? Did you, did you get in there? All right. Yeah, I know. It took too long. I didn't even remember that oh, about no. text. <laughs> well, well, Antonio, let's take it a step further. When you when you said that, I said to myself, I said, Jerome, you haven't read your books. Hello? And that don't cost nothing. So I went, Antonio's a genius. Don't tell nobody I told you that. And I said, damn, but I ain't going to leave that other money on the table. Come on now. <laughs> Leave not money on the table. I think that's King James. That's not on there. That's not in there. But I'm sure somewhere I could I could twist one of the scriptures to say that. You know, I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could. Thank you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Sadvari, I sent you an email. Jerome, I sent you an email. Did you get your email? Yeah, and I replied. Did you get my my return? I haven't opened my email up yet. It's closed. Why are you talking to me? Well, you sure right. All right, then. We do, we okay. we doing we doing great things behind the scenes. Great I'm things. Be like Anthony this morning. Right, Anthony just came. You know what? I expect nothing less. <laughs> I need to give you a bunch of preliminary things so you can understand and increase your ability to earn, which you kind of just got a crash course in it. And but I wanted I want to say something cautionary first and make a few announcements. The cautionary thing is actually quite positive. Some of you are in a very bad financial situation right now. Um, some of you got 
you don't know how you're going to pay your rent or mortgage. And if you do, you don't know how you're going to eat. And I'm here to tell you, it will get better because you're in this class. I just need you to understand one thing. You got to walk out of what you already created as much as you don't oh, Bishop. want to. <laughs> as much as you don't want to, you have to walk out of this. From my experience, and I've, at this point, I've coached hundreds of thousands of people. <sighs> Religious people, and this is all positive. It doesn't matter if they're, whatever their religion is, they have a problem with karma. Not, not, not a blanket statement, but people who typically have a problem with karma have a problem or have a rooting in some sort of idea of grace. So Christians will suffer from this a bit stronger than most. Grace does not remove karma. I am sorry. It does not. It does not. I don't. I'll just no. play it. I'll just play it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, and I get it. I know Jesus paid it all and, and all stuff. And I'm not being disrespectful at all, but I want to remind, I want to point you to your own scriptures. And let's go a little bit backwards out that New Testament, the Old Testament. David, you are so awesome. I forgive you. However, there's three things I need you to choose from. Did y'all not? Y'all don't remember that? That's that's actually unless you rip it out. That's it. Oh, you man, you good? Nah, we straight. We are straight. But I'ma still need that firstborn son of yours. I got you. I'ma still need that. And you know, oh no, you're completely forgiven. But since you did it in private. I will make sure your kingdom has no peace in public. You will always be in public drama and public battles. We good though. You're the man after my own heart. We are good. But there will be karma. So think of karma as, in this case, the way I'm using it, as a word. It just means the harvest is coming. And grace doesn't stop seeds from growing after you planted them. Somebody needs to hear this. You are not in a bad situation, okay? You're not in a bad situation. Your financial situation is better. God has not let you down. Nah, I wish Monica was here so I could mess with her about that. God has, oh, this year, this year, yeah, 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 yeah. God is not letting you down. Don't you start. <laughs> God has not let you down. What it is, is you have changed. Your situation has changed, but you can't see your situation because what's rooting in your experience is your old seeds. And don't think those old seeds that are now new harvest is your life, is your experience, is your worth it is simply what you used to be and do not let this illusion confuse you because you can look at what you used to be presently and then think this is all you're ever going to get 
So then what do you do is you emotionally plant more of all you're ever going to get and you're going to stay in that cycle. Don't do it. Talk to me, Reverend. Okay. All right. So I'm, t- cause I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hit a few more people, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be transparent around here. Transparent. How my, my sister said in, in Dallas, Dallas, they, they mess up all them R's in Dallas. I have no idea why it's a metropolitan city. They say over her. I have no idea why. So I just wanted to say that because we about to talk about your increasing your ability to earn. And I know you want to, you need to, all of us need to increase our ability to earn, but you're going to have these little, I'm trying to clear the way for fertile soil. So my word to you is, well, I can't, I want to tell you relax, but you probably want to listen to that. My word to you is trouble don't last always. I can say that. Okay, oh, you're going know. off on that song, huh? You know, don't last always. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, I can say that. This old old gospel song my grandmother used to love. Amen my, to that. Yes. I can't say amen to that. Yes, yes. My grandmother used to play Sister, Sister Mary Rose. Y'all, y'all know, you know she can play the, the organ when she got two names that sound like one. Sister Mary Rose. You know, <laughs> that's the, you know she can play the organ. She get on that organ, and sometimes she jump on that piano, make that piano jump. She used to play this song, "No Trouble at the River." That's an old school song, old school. Say, I don't want no trouble at the river. <laughs> old school song, and that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. I know you don't want no trouble at the river, but. It's gonna be okay on the other side. It's gonna be okay on the other side. Amen. Okay, all right. Didn't mean to hit you with little TD Jakes, but you needed it. Listen, okay. okay. <laughs> I was listening to him this morning, and he okay, was talking about yes. Gideon. And the title was "I Didn't Know I Was Me." I said, "Watch it." Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, TD Jakes. All right, then. I got, Grace sent me the list of all of you people that are in the, I call it the leadership class because it's that, but it's way more than that. And I will see you Thursday, 6.30. And Grace, there's one more person on the list I forgot to put on there. There's two, actually. Okay. There's going to be Jaquita and then Katrina, that's her name. Okay. And Katrina, yeah. You'll have to write them down, but you can write them down. Okay. Ninety-eight percent percentage uh, attendance, and then, and 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 I say this respectfully, it's a different class. So I need you to prepare, and you need to get somewhere where you can have your camera on. This is this important for that class. You need to get somewhere where you can have your camera on. Respectfully, you're not going to be able to hide in that class. You're not going to be able to hide. And you don't want to. You don't want to. Okay? You're not going to be able to hide in that class. Now, of course, you know, you, I'm not a, a Nazi about this. You can send me a message to say, hey, my house sucks, or I don't have a virtual background, or these damn kids is running around, or I have a sick mother and I don't want her on camera or something. I get it. I get it. But be faithful where you are so you can get the blessing that is yours 
Well, that's Jerome important. Leander. Yes, Jerome, then Yolanda, then Arshia. Oh, Jerome, Jerome, then Yolanda. Yeah, what if he got Band-Aids? You'd be all right. You, you, you oh, you, you, you talking about Band-Aids? No, nah, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. I'll be on the camera what about my Band-Aids. <laughs> you, you, you'll be just fine. You, we we, we want to see them Band-Aids. Yes. So, look, somebody just sent me a private message that says, thank you, I will rearrange Thursday for Thursday evening. I get it. I get it. You know, some so some of you go, you get your camera on in the morning at one time, you know. I get it. I don't I don't want you, you know, I don't want you embarrassed, but I don't want you hiding. That's all I'm trying to say. And I mean that as respectfully as possible. Yes, Grace. Um, someone um on here and she is excited to be here. I know she works and she says she can maybe can be on from 6 30 to 7 30, but she can't be on the full two hours. So I I know you said. It's going to be recorded, but it may not be out for recording. It know, would be, but, but the re, no, it won't be out. Okay. But the replays will be available for those in. But it okay. won't be out. Thank, yeah, okay, yeah, thank it you. won't be out. But if you're listen, listen, the the first four weeks are, are going to be a little adjustment. I know it's like like I know Shaquita has to do a, a little talk, and then she has to go to Europe for Mind Valley coaching thing and stuff. And I got to just you know I've done this enough. This is my eighth year. That the first four weeks, the adjustment period, and, you know, you got summer vacation and you got to get your toes polished like Adonia and all that stuff like that. I understand. And for some of you, you have to do something else from 7.30 to 8. Well, if you can only be there for the first hour or the last hour, allow me to tell you a story before I get to Yolanda. There's a carpenter who told a story. Watch yourself. He said that the wages were plentiful and everybody got paid. The work was hard. And two men came at the last hour, 15 minutes left, and got paid the same wage of the folk who was there all eight hours. And the folk who was there said, now this cannot be, now wait a damn minute, Jesus. Okay, we not finna do it like this. Y'all know how we are. Don't play, don't play with my money like that. They not finna get oh y'all don't act, don't act like to y'all be reading. You talking, you talking. Okay. Jesus was playing with money. Like I've been here the whole time. Now if they don't get paid what I get paid, I need to get paid more. That's you know how we act. Now don't act like this. And that's and that ain't that crosses cultures. That don't that, that crosses cultures. We don't play with our money. And Jesus says, well, you know what? The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. And of course, the workers are few. You know, but the, 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 the labors are many, or however it goes. And I want you to think about this for a moment. Person from 6.30 to 7.30, I promise you, God will be glad you came. Just show up, 6.30 to 7.30. And I promise you, do some good. You keep showing up from 6.30 to 7.30 and watch how whatever you need moved in your life will move. Even if it's me, you'll see. Anything you need moved in your life will move. Y'all have to trust that God has never taken you anywhere that's supposed to hurt you. You just have to trust that. You just have to trust that. Yolanda, please. I think it might have answered my question because my thing was, I, I'm... Would it be an Eastern time over here? It would be 7.30 for me. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I had told Grace before that I praise and worship. And, you know, sometimes when we're doing a new song, it carries over a little bit. So I might be like 30 minutes late or whatnot. But we will see you when you get here. You understand? Now, of course, y'all have to use your own level of integrity. Don't be late when you shouldn't be late, when you don't have to be late. Like, don't use that as an excuse because you got into a routine. If you getting high in worship, you better stay high in worship. Don't you get me in trouble. Oh, ooh, ooh, I got to miss y'all and God, I got to get over here. Don't you do that. Not me. You kill somebody else, bless it. Don't kill Yeah, my. that was one of the things that bothered my husband. He was like, what time is the class? Oh, don't you have praise and worship rehearsal? Are you going to miss? I was like, no, I got this. I got this. Completely understandable. And I had to put it at the time because you got to remember, we got, we, got, we got people from all across the world in. And, and again, the world doesn't revolve around Easter Standard Time. Either. Go ahead, Prophet Jerry. Greetings. Greetings. Bishop. Greetings. Sir. Yes, sir. I love you and I thank you because you know how to, even though, like our deacon says, you're a heathen, but you know how to honor. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, woo. Sorry, trying to swallow. You good with me, brother. Everything at the same time. <laughs> but you know how to honor. And that's why you are blessed. Amen. That's why you're going to hit that millions and that billions and that trillions. Because some people, some CEOs, some pastors, some bishops, no, you're going to be here. I don't care what you got going on. This is your job. <laughs> but you, for you to honor the God that's in you, and the God that's in your people. Yeah, Moses, like our mother Sandra says, to honor the, the, the mm, I'm sorry, but thank you and I love you. Even though I'm gonna be here, even though we're gonna celebrate the queen's birthday, I'm still gonna be here. Even thank though next so Thursday, we are gonna be out of town cause I'm celebrating her again, Good. but be here. But thank you, sir. Thank you. Time. No, thank you. Thank you for your acknowledgement. Yes, thank you. And, and and next week, no, two two days from now, when she start kissing on your neck, because it's it's y'all, it's y'all her birthday or something like that. You just cut your camera off for a little bit. Don't worry about it. You just go ahead and you go ahead ahead of the Lord's work. You understand? Yes, okay. Yes, there you go. All right, then you go ahead. That's that's real worship. You know, that's real worship. It, it, it. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. That kind of—that's the worship that give life, literally. So we're gonna have to go ahead and uh, cut that camera off. You know, it's all right. It's all right. If you forget, I—I I, I can do it from here. So don't don't worry about it. <laughs> I can do it from here. <laughs> I had Grace put down a tree in the chat. I wanted to see it. Look at that number. That ooh, look at that number. How many zeros? Three, six, well. twelve zeros. Man, I can't say my worship is for real. <laughs> Good stuff. So we got all of you. The class is a huge safe place and it comes with a lot of gifts that I haven't told y'all about. And I do that on purpose. 
I always do that on purpose because I only ever want the Otises in there with the right motives. It's, it's always on purpose. I, I'll never do anything and it's just even. Okay. Sandra, go ahead, please. I just wanted to say um, one of the things was to proper jury, I second that emotion with no doubt. And I thank you for verbalizing that because it's, that. it's how I feel on a regular basis. That's, that's real talk from day one. Just saying, one of the reasons I'm still here. I appreciate it. Because abuse, I don't care what nobody says, teaches you certain things. Oh, yeah. And in the trouble, you will find the answers to things that have disrespected the law of love. And it covers that unknown area of what the enemy wants to hide. I love it, I love it. Thank you. No, thank you, I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. I was just sent the message by Grace and I forgot about to consider in that. If you are someone like Ken, I know Ken would be there, and you work 24 hours, seven days a week, and you sitting in front of one of your clients, please, you have my full blessing. You don't need my permission. You know, go ahead and, you know, cut your camera off. You, you know what I'm saying? Just don't, well, these are, what you call these? Uh, exceptions and waivers. For the most part, y'all ain't going to be doing this. You're going to be in class. You're going to get your blessing. I was telling someone, I've now moved on to increasing your ability to earn. I was telling someone yesterday, say they have cancer. And, and they've always struggled with this one, but they've struggled with two things I can think of, but just this one thing. And, and they're successful. So these struggles are like, you know, when you're successful, your changes that you need to make are like this big, like the, the width between my fingernails. And they always in your blind spot, the centimeter changes, but they're huge. They're, they're huge because when you need to change something this big is in your blind spot, it's like an alignment of a car. Grace hit a car alignment and you can't see it. Nine months later, she got a whole her steering wheel to the right just to stay straight down the road. It's stuff like that. And centimeter changes. People, people like Tony Robbins need to change something so small that opens up a new zero to the right. And she's one of those people. She's never present. She's always everywhere. Right? She's never present. So she's never listening in a conversation. It's never, she's never following advice. She's always winning. Her luck is amazing, but she's never present. And if you're gonna increase your ability to earn, you have to be present because money only flows where you are it flows nowhere else rewind press play yeah money only flows to where you are you have to be present in where you are even if it's coming from australia and you're in california it won't it means nothing until it gets to your present you have to be present where you yo. are yo <laughs> hey antonio <laughs> yes sir Oh man, I, I once forgot to um, uh, take money out of my PayPal 
and send it to my UAE bank. And I, I was in Pakistan. So it's like from PayPal to uh, UAE, it's going to be nine days. And from UAE to Pakistan, it used to be three days back then. So, so you did it for sure. <laughs> oh, man, it was 12 days. So for 12 days, guess how much money I had? 30 US dollars. I had wow. literally just completely, I, I had money in the UAE bank account. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I completely forgot to bring anything to the Pakistani bank account. I hesitate because, dude, every single day, the currency drops by 0.03%. Wow. Every single day. And it's been happening up until now. So I, I, I always do, like, uh, if I'm here for a week or two weeks or three weeks, depending on how long I am, I just put 50% of whatever money I'm going to spend uh, in, in that state. I just transfer that amount, and that's it. So Excellent. I had completely forgotten that I had bought furniture. This was when I, uh, I got, got a place here uh, when I moved. So I completely forgot that I had bought furniture, AC, everything. And I thought I was just spending my daily amount. And suddenly my card got declined. <laughs> my debit card. And I suddenly checked my UA bank account has money. Uh, and I have money in USA. But for the next 12 days, I'm basically broke, so I have to just cook for myself like a peasant. <laughs> so I, I completely understand that you can be millionaire in a bank account, but until the money is with you, present with you, it's, it's absent. <laughs> completely, completely absent, for sure. Completely absent. Uh, do me a favor, Deanna, send me this link to my fan phone, Grace. I keep forgetting to send Ibrahim some stuff. Can you take over for me? I need classes one through 45 zipped to me and sent to me in line app. Okay, but don't, don't do it. You don't have to do that now. Just do it after this call. Okay. Yeah, you know, every time y'all, every time something slow down because it's administrative, it's always my fault. Please believe that. It's always my fault. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> and, and the key for Abraham is to have the same vibration when he has money as when he doesn't have money. Right. That's that's the key, because there's been times in my life when I've had a lot of money and it says, you know, that vibration you have when you got it is working and everything else. And then when you don't have it, you switch your vibration. The smart key and the key that makes you grow is can you have that vibration when you don't have it? That's where you'll attract. Yes, I'm actually using this to my advantage. The fact that I have multiple bank accounts in multiple countries is that the country I'm in, I deliberately keep my money low there and carry myself just as if I were in uh, UAE or as if I were with my money in uh, uh, my American bank and so on. So, sound like me. So, so ec- excellent advice. Thank you so much. I just really wish that I had gotten this earlier <laughs> and I yeah. probably would have gotten it earlier had I been honest about the problem back then. But again, for me, it's like when I have a problem, I don't disclose it. I solve it. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm ashamed of it in private. I solve it. And then I come out proud with a success story. But it's probably quicker to be honest when there are there is so much wisdom around you. That is facts. <laughs> that is so good. I'm glad you said that. Because we got a lot of suffering private folk around here that stretch out their problems. <laughs> I always tell Grace and to stop stretching that task out. Just stop. It does not need to take eight hours. 
Stop stretching that task out. You just stop it, stop it. Y'all be stretching out problems. You're going to need to be present where your, your feet are to make money. That's important because when you remember, oh, no, no, the Zoom link. I need the Zoom link. I need the Zoom link. I, yeah, I need the Zoom link. When you are present, you remember people's names. You can actually hear what they're saying. You can say thank you and all sorts of stuff. Remember that. Things I have said already that you need for the rest of this talk. They're very important just because I said them already does not mean you have mastered them. It just means that you have mastered me saying them already. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's it. The number one rule of economics is I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. I have to want what you are selling or you're selling more than I want my money. You need that because it's, we're getting ready to talk about increase your ability to earn. And if you don't have any trading power, you can't earn. You need trading power. But underneath that, right, I need trading power. It's part of that. I need trading power. Can I sell this cell phone for a million dollars? No. Can I do a Russell Brunson then and sell this phone cell phone for a million dollars in that video I showed y'all? Yes. If you don't know what video I'm talking about, it's irresistible offer Russell Brunson. It's different. The trading power makes this cell phone what it is. You need trading power. Can you take the Marcus Buckingham challenge anywhere? Yes. Can you get Kenochin and a trajectory for the rest of your life, or at least just level them to the next level in a step-by-step -step guide from Phil and Susan. Yes, that's trading power. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. It's a, it's a big difference. Gary Vee has a good way of saying a basketball in his hand means nothing. A basketball in LeBron James' hand now is a billion dollars. He's the first active billionaire. To, to ever play basketball, which is incredible, right? Active. It's only been three. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and, and LeBron James. LeBron James, LeBron James is active. Kobe Bryant became a very good investment um, person after. I expect nothing else, though, from Kobe Bryant. Number two is, it's, it has some numbers in it. So number two, there's two ways to get money. One, you sell what you know. Two, you collect money. There you go. You sell what you know. You collect money. Did you send me the Zoom, Daniel? Or did you start taking notes and forgot? You mean the... I need this, how to log into this link. Let's... Gotcha. I thought you oh. meant the Zoom link after it finished. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, all that's a good point. I'm glad that happened three times. Dad didn't understand me three times. Let me teach y'all a leadership lesson. All miscommunication is the fault of the leader. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Wait, ex explain that. Yes. yes. Go, go, go into that for a minute. Yes, all miscommunication is the fault of the leader. 
when someone does not understand you and you have spoken, or if someone doesn't understand what's going on in the organization or anything, it's 100% to follow the leader because the leader is supposed to have influence with everybody, attempt to earn influence with everybody, learn everyone's language, and speak according to their language and also be concise with their speaking and concise in what they want to earn or learn or to communicate or to accomplish and then speak that conciseness, whether it be text, email, or etc. Why? Because I'm the leader. And if I wanted you to act like me and be like me, and work as hard as me, then you need my check. All right now. Yes, sir. I learned this in the army and you've heard me say this before. You can delegate tasks. You can never delegate responsibility. Ooh, watch it, Responsibility is always yours, period. So he needs to be an active listener. It isn't what he says that is important, it's important that they understand what he said. And if they don't, that's on him. That's his job. And if he made that clearly and they don't do that, then he can fire them and beat them up and replace them and all that. But he needs to ensure that they heard exactly what he said. And a lot of times as leaders, we don't do that. We assume they understood what we said and we move on. And yep. then, they don't, and then we don't get what we want. And then we get mad at them when we didn't follow through on our responsibility as the leader. Mm -hmm. Let me be quiet. Mm -hmm. No, it's good. This, it's good. This, this is why he always tells me, hey, Grace, tell me what I said in your own words. Always. Always. That's me checking okay. how I'm okay. communicating. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Gotcha. Yeah, in the army, in the army is flipped. They remember it used to be autocratic, dictatorial, top mm -hmm. down. Well, literally, and my son's telling me this, they've changed what they're teaching. Now they're changing. Push the decision-making process as close as you can to the front lines because they have the best information for the current situation. So the army literally has flipped what they're teaching right now. Right. And when a client hires us, if communication isn't the number one thing they want us to work on, it's the second or third. It's always in the top three. Wow. 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 All right, Bishop, twist this in the, or maybe you already twisted it and I just didn't see it. Twist this, you know, because. I need to get out of being so spiritual all the time, but push this in the church area or the yeah. pastor, right. because I see, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask a question. So, because last church I was in, in West Virginia, mm -hmm. um, powerful, a lot of members, but before I left, members was just falling off. And we couldn't get no more members. We would go out and evangelize and all that. So was that really on the pastor or was that on us or it just wasn't meant for members to come? Now I see that they selling. I heard that they selling the church because they don't have the mortgage to pay. Right. So I'm going to tell you up front, I have a whole different level of integrity. And everybody knows that if I say something, I'm going to do it. Now, 
I have a little slick way of saying, okay, well, it makes sense. But that don't mean I said something. You understand what I'm saying? If the pastor, in this case, is you ask a church question, it's always his fault or her fault. I'll tell you why. Because if you went out there unequipped, then I should have read a book to equip wow. you. Okay. Or I should have hired someone. I should have hired someone to help me equip myself. I should have sat at the feet of somebody who knew so I could then pass down who knew to you. Or I should have literally said, hey, I don't know how to do this. That's why I hired this company. Y'all learn from them. Okay. But remember, just because you can preach and teach and read and sing and shout don't mean you can lead. (laughs) So true. Okay. There you go. I got you. Okay. (laughs) Good. Good. It also mean they don't have all the answers. No, no, no. And and again, I could have said, you know, sheep begash. I could have said all that stuff. But the truth is, it's always my fault. It's ATS going, it's my fault. I'm going to get the blame. Don't matter if Deanna did it. Don't matter if Grace did it. It's it's my fault. Anybody ain't going to say, stupid Grace. They ain't going to say me. He's fraud, right? <laughs> That's the whole point. That's the whole point of it, right? That's the whole point. Grace, recopy, patient, listen, for the keep going. There's two ways to exist in money. I'm just repeating this last thing so I can build in my head. And there's collect money, make money. Oh, excuse me. Sell what you know, or you collect money. If you do both, you're going to accelerate your, your increasing ability to earn process here. You're going to accelerate both. You're going to accelerate it. An example of selling what you know is coaching, coaching making candles, selling cars. Actually, Ken's doing both. Ken knows how to get the cars, selling what you know. Then he's collecting money. How does he collect the money? Here's something. Now run me my money every month. In Jesus' name is what he would say after that. You know, because he want to bless it. You know, <laughs> he want to bless it. He want to bless the collected. He want to bless the collected. That's collecting what you know. Many membership economy, anything you pay monthly, Netflix, Disney Plus, Bank of America, they're all collecting overdraft fees. Be kind, rewind. That's all collecting money. Okay, okay. Grayson Field. I was going to ask, so monthly subscriptions is collecting money. That's what you mean? Not just monthly subscriptions, overdraft fees. Oh. Late charging, any fee. Because that's all collecting money. Because you're not earning that. Well, yeah, you're not earning that money. It is collected. Someone's giving it to you from some sort of process. That that money has no labor attached to it. And it's not part of, you know, like, do I have to have a doctor's degree to charge an overdraft fee? No, I just need an algorithm and a computer program. You get it? Okay, go ahead, Phil. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Penn's skills is seeing undervalued assets being able to put value into that asset so that they become as valuable as they can be and then finding people that can need that, that transportation. That's oh, what I, I think is. Oh yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. That's way better than what I said for sure. You know, and then, and, and so it's taking that same energy. What is Ken selling? He's not selling cars. He's, he's selling job security. You know, or it's to some people, or he's selling status. He sells status to me. It's just Rolls Royce. That's what I'm buying from Ken. It's just Phantom Rolls Royce, brand new. That's status. That's it. I mean, you, don't, you don't buy a Phantom Rolls Royce because you need the car or want the car. 
you buy the Phantoms Rolls Royce so you can, other people could say, damn, that's it. That's it. Antonio. <laughs> yes, sir. After food, water, and shelter, you only buy two things. One, status. Two, the death of boredom. That's it. There's no third thing. I like that. I like that a lot. That was very good. The death of boredom. That was very good. Very good. On the sales side of that, on the sales side of that, bread and water, only two things free. Everything else needs to be sold, including you. Monica ain't getting no date not selling herself. Grace can't find no husband at Grammy house. It just is what it is. Come on now. Come on. It just, it just is what it is. <clears throat> yeah, it just is what it is. Now, there's three ways to exist in money. I've said these before, but I need to give them to you again because I need you to receive them. Exist in money. Way number one, and the worst, <clears throat> is <laughs> air is free for now until yeah, you get to the hospital. <laughs> then it's not free. Way number one is you trade time for money. 96% of the world is doing that. And that's not, you know, a lot of people, a lot of time when they throw out numbers, Monica, you know, everybody throw out statistics. Did you know that 87%? Well, yeah, it was 87% of the 12 people that you, you surveyed. You know, it's, yeah, it's, that's not really 87%. But we know this one because we know 1% of the world controls 96% of the world's income. We know this one. This is, this is an accurate percentage. The second way to exist in money is you have your money make money. You can call it investing, whatever you want to call it. I just call it have your money make money. 3% of the world does this. Anthony Lucas is one of them. If you want a cool name for it, you call it sleep money. Made money while I sleep. <laughs> just, Ooh, I got paid again. So, that's the, and it's a wonderful life. It is. To let these babies make money. It is. It <laughs> is. It is. And I, I promise you, I promise you, I don't you know, I, I, every deposit I got, come to my phone. Let me see it. And let me, let Antonio, me see Antonio. Yes, sir. The other kind of sleep money I make with sleeping with a fat, bald guy. <laughs> on a 3,000 count sheet <laughs> count sheet for yep. sure yeah three count. <laughs> and then the third way you make money is you have multiple streams of income only one percent of the world does this successfully of course success is completely weighted annotated subjective all sorts of adjectives I can put right there. Successes, you know, you got people that make $32,000 a year, got a fully loaded Honda Civic, it's paid off. And their husband rub their feet every time they get home and they are just fine and happy and ain't trying to get nothing else. They live in their dreams. You hear me? It's a 230-pound woman out there right now, overweight, stretch marks, sexy as hell. And, and, and you gonna get whatever stomach she give you. She happy with herself. Just is what it is. Okay, <laughs> just is what it is. There's some people like that. People, when you like what you like, that's what you like. That's success. So success is completely um, weighted there. 
you have to understand this. We're getting ready, we're talking about increasing your ability to earn, but if you don't, why, why am I doing this? Hey, I need to increase my ability to earn, but then you need multiple streams of income. Hey, I need to increase my ability to earn. Guess what? You have to have trading power, which is what you're selling. I need to want more than my money. Can you see what I'm doing? So let's review these real quick, just in case someone got lost in the shuffle. Grace, put the whole list and then copy and paste that whole list. You're probably going to do it again because I'm not even done. I'm trying to get you respectfully, with Joel Osteen tone respectfully. If you're having money problems, you're in the wrong number on this, this little sheet that I got out. You're in the wrong number. Let's look at, I said this, Grace, what are the first two things I said? The number one rule of economics is I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. So, so hold on, this is stop right there. So if you're having money problem, what you're selling, no one wants. You haven't made it more important than the money in their pocket. If you think money is important, lose a lung, have a lung deflate that's not that's not what it's called feel what it's called collapse sheesh have a lung collapse and see if you're going to say ah, no i'm not spending my money just going to sit here and suffocate to see to see when your lung collapse your money becomes cheaper than air Push that. Push that. When I got sick and I couldn't move my legs and and I had money at that time, but it was nothing that that money was going to be able to do in that aspect. That is it. You was going to pay you had, huh? All that you had, but it wouldn't even have paid it. Wouldn't even pay it. So it it, 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 it's life different look different that's mm. right that's right now i'm glad you stressed that because if you're having money problems folk don't consider you as the oxygen they need watch yourself facts facts that's, money. that's, a, that's a whole sermon workbook man court, all, all of it i'm yeah yeah. That was that's a word. We're free to add. That was right. a word. A word. Yeah. So when you when you so Jerome starts selling this book, Jerome got Jerome got to convince me this is oxygen. And if I don't think it's oxygen, he needs to convince me donating to him is oxygen. You want the Lord to bless you, huh? Well, go ahead and donate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you have to find the wiggle room of the oxygen I need. So you can actually get my money. It, it just is that simple. And I tell a lot of people, a lot of times, it's always smart people that know, this is different between knowing what you want vision-wise and knowing what you, and knowing everything. Let me say that. There's a difference between knowing what you want and knowing everything. People who know everything never make money. Because you end up being married to the methods instead of the mission. You want to be married to the mission and date the methods. 
Wait a minute, one more time. Say it yes. again. Say it you again. Want, say absolutely. It again. You want to be married to the mission and date the methods. And this isn't anything. Let's pick. Hey, I do herbal care. All right. So what's the mission? To get people to buy my herbs. All right. So I want you to start a month subscription. Ooh, no, we don't do that. Well, then you ain't going to make no money. You're not going to make no money. Because you're so married on this is how we do it. The mission is what you be married to. Your vision is what you be. You're, y'all gonna have to choose. Are you married to your mission statement or your vision statement? And I don't think y'all know the difference. You need to be married to your mission statement, your vision statement, whatever. Here's what the mission statement is. This is what I do. Here's the vision. This is how I see what I do. I'll show you. The church fund church mission statement is to, to build a place for unchurched people. The vision statement is we will create an environment where church people feel comfortable enough to invite their unchurched friends. And the unchurched friend church don't exist no more, so I'm using the example. Perfect. But what happens when that don't work no more, Grace? I need to stay married to we're doing the mission. The vision obviously needs to change. If you're not making money, your vision is effed up. Change it. It's that simple. It's that simple. And if you don't believe that, you know my famous phrase, check your harvest. Yolanda, yes, please. Like my biggest issue with that, um, because I know a lot of people say, "Well, you can teach people how to do your cake stuff, or you know, show people how to do like just dip strawberries and designs and stuff, or whatnot." And I can get paid off of teaching people, and even in the podcast stuff, you know, being able to do stuff like that. My main problem that I have with with that is the fact of, I guess, in my mindset, somebody else has done it, you know. So it's like that I competitive thing. And I'm not very competitive. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it is what it is. But, you know, so that, that's the problem I have as far as like, because I've been told more than once, well, you can make money off of teaching somebody to do the cake stuff. You teach somebody. And I'm like, I'm not a real, I mean, I know I took the, the, the assessment thing and I'm supposed to be a teacher and a provider, but it's like, I don't think I'm that kind of teacher though. I don't know. No, fair, fair enough. Fed up, I have one point of clarity real quick and I let Phil go. When you said I have a problem with that, what was the that pointing to? I got everything else. What was the that? It was pointing to something previously said. Yeah, when you were saying as far as um crap. When you were saying as far as like being paid off of uh, teaching things, like uh it was a, a site thing you had said. Um I can't remember the name. But um, it was like you were talking about how to get paid off the teaching. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, got that, you. That I, whole scenario. Got you, got you. So I, I, I'll comment first. Let me get. I mean, I'll comment next. Let me get Phil. Go ahead, Phil. But nobody has done it the way you would do it. That's your. That's the uniqueness that you bring to the table. Nobody's done it the, the way you would do it. 
And always remember, there's always more money looking for good ideas than good ideas looking for money. So when you don't have any money, don't focus on your money, focus on your ideas. Because when you get the ideas right, the money will flow. Right, absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have said it. And there you go. That, that wasn't nowhere near on my mind. I'm, I'm glad he said that. I wanted to tell you the difference between my mind with zeros behind it to the right and commas versus my other mind with no zeros behind it and a negative net worth. I want to tell you the difference. Negative net worth, Antonio, didn't want to be compared to anybody, did not want to be doing something someone else was doing. Negative net worth, Antonio, wanted to be unique and the only one to do this. I'd be damned if you compared me to anybody. Can't do that. Negative net worth, Antonio, sound just like y'all. This Antonio would never go into a market that don't have no customers. Neither is he ever trying <laughs> to be unique in its totality. Where are people already buying? Please show me. Okay. What are the disgruntled people saying? Because they are buying and they're disgruntled. Okay. Let me fix something real quick. Let me just go to these disgruntled. Oh, it's fixed now, disgruntled people. You like this? Good. Money, please. Money, please. That's it. That's it. You want to be in the flow of money. You never, and I mean never, Chris Tucker, never, ever, 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 ever want to go somewhere where there is no market. You cannot make money that way. I see what you just did there. <laughs> I see what you just did there. Because that's my thought. Like, I'm always trying to be unique. Like, I'm me. I want me unique. But ain't no money there trying to be, like, that's negative. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, child, I knew it. I, I understood the problem. I understood the problem because they teach us. They teach us. Stop copying. Be yourself. Be unique. You know, <laughs> I knew what the problem was. I knew exactly what the problem was because we got that bad. Let me tell you something. You can be unique after you get a billion dollars. Just go serve a bunch of disgruntled people. You be unique later. When you get a billion dollars, you can be eccentric. You, you can build you a shuttle and go to Mars. You can do all that stuff. Don't do that right now. <laughs> Don't do that right now. Get your money. Get your money and let them say, man, you know, like if you're a, if you're a preacher, uh, he sound like T.D. Jakes. It's better to say he sound like he suck. Motivation speaker sound just like ET hip hop preacher. Guess what? You didn't say I suck. <laughs> tell me I sound like somebody before you tell me you ain't buying for me no more. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. You got me confused now. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. 
helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner- the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because I've always learned to be unique because that's why you can charge more. If you're like everybody else, the only reason I should buy you is you're the lowest price. Now you use the word eccentric there. So <laughs> maybe that's a be unique, but don't be eccentric. So you're, you're confusing me a little bit. No, yeah, and, and, and that should have been confusing for somebody like you. Once you find your market, then you got to go find a new way to do an old thing, which is where the uniqueness come in. I left it uh, out. Right. I was, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that, that, that was advanced knowledge to feel. I was talking to her basic knowledge, and I didn't want to didn't throw her off with that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to throw her off with that. Very good but point. The, the eccentric and unique juxtaposition is a good one that's a good example that's a good way to verbalize what you're trying to teach people absolutely thank you thank you for sure now that you're understand let's let's go over these numbers again antonio does not have trading power i can't increase my ability to earn antonio is trading time for money i can i can only increase my ability to earn so much antonio does not or has money make money for him. I can only increase my ability to earn so much. It will work out in the long term. So that's good. Antonio has multiple streams of income, but no trading power. And that's where a lot of y'all lie at, don't you? You got a company with a few products. This, do, do, you, do you hear me? You got a company with a few products. A few of them. But they don't have enough trading power to continuously sale is that is that not a you, you you got two books don't you 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 sell you sell two online courses huh you get it you sell two online courses you do all that stuff like that because you want to have because you want to have money with trading power and you need to have that trading power is very important good now that we are in full understanding, yes, question. yes. When you were saying that, is that, well, you said, I, I, don't, I don't even know, it was trading power, yep. but there's, there's another aspect of it. And go ahead, just keep talking. Oh, understood, understood, gotcha. 
most of y'all businesses have multiple streams of income. You may not look at it that way, but if you sell a book and a program, that's two. If you sell, I don't know, herbs and multiple herbs, that's more than two. If you help your husband sell multiple things, that's more than two. You have multiple streams of income. If you, if you I want you to think, I want you to think about all your products from now on as multiple streams of income. I'm gonna try and tell you that because I want you to start setting projections for each product. That's why I'm trying to use these words. I want you to say, well, I got this shampoo. And if I could just do 40 of these shampoos a month, this I keep trying to get Grace and, and Deanna on this. They're getting it. They're, they're, they're getting it. They're getting really good at it. But there's freedom in it. Yeah, you have to be careful in how you sell your freedom. I'll come back to that. So what you want to do is you want to say, all right, this book, Adrian, in your case, this book is trading power. How much trading power do I want to for this book to have? Say, All right, then it's just a book. Okay. So then the book, and we're going to use a bunch of different examples here, it could be autograph. The book can, if I give it to the right audience, it has massive trading power. The book can come with a coaching session to you from you. The book can come with a small, small group community that you, you run. The book come with a Facebook group that's exclusive just for that. That's trading power. The book can come with an invitation to the ATS. This is free. You can just use me as an example. It doesn't matter. Or use me as leverage. The book can come with such and such. Some of such, such and such. Stuff. All that's trading power. Workbook. A workbook. Absolutely. Absolutely. The book come with a workbook. And all that workbookness and all that trading power makes the book easier to sell. But let me say this before I get to, to I'm gonna get Arshia, then I'm gonna come back to this question. Your book costs $14, $15. I have no idea what your book costs. I want you to know somebody has just told you, that's expensive, I'm not gonna buy that book. And then your book costs 99 cents. And somebody just said, ah, that book ain't gonna be no good, it's 99 cents. So you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. It's, it's a pure cash 22. So how do you get your book to have trading power? Well, this is where the irresistible offer come in, but I'm not just talking about irresistible offer. You put stuff along with the book to have more trading power. But what you can also do is think of trading power for what it is. This is where Phil comes in with the uniqueness. I'm the only one got this, whatever this is. Now you get them other books. But my book comes with a different offer. It comes with this unique uniqueness. That's what Phil was talking about. This uniqueness that you can't get nowhere else. And it just so happened to be, Jerome, you need this uniqueness. So get this book a die. And if your products are not sold with that intent, get what I'm selling a die. If you don't get Kenosha, you're dead. You just don't know it yet. If you don't have that energy, I don't, have, I don't mean that tone. Not the tone. The tone is terrible. But the energy is important. You need to have that Kanye confidence. That says, this is what it is. I'll prove it to you. And you do that. The people going to have the hardest problem with this is your Adonias. Because you don't like sales. So don't sell. You're not, don't sell. Just make offers 
for an exclusive type of person. That will make you feel much better. Not only, and I'm not just, I'm not just changing the words, then you ain't got to worry about the stresses and pressures of selling. And you ain't got to worry about trying to impress everybody. You literally coming through with the negative, the, 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 the subtle takeaway, I don't want everybody, which makes you even more irresistible in the first place. Go ahead, Phil. Remember, we define selling as communicating in a way to produce a mutually agreed upon response that's best for all parties. So I need to communicate in a way to create a mutually agreed upon response that's best for all parties. If you position sales like that, that's what you're trying to do anyway. That's just the reason for being out there. And when I work with car salesmen, I tell them, change your title. You're not a car salesman, you're a transportation advisor. You advise people on how they can get their transportation needs filled. We call ourselves growth, profit, and enjoyment advisors. So approach it as an advisor to create a mutually agreed upon response that's best for all parties. And I think selling becomes a little bit more palatable. And then read The Greatest Salesman in the World by Augustine. Oh, well, no doubt. Who peed on your shoe, by the way. Yes, I love that story. <laughs> Come on, I see you. Okay, this is a couple of times you keep saying unique. So I'm going to speak on this one on my behalf. Growing up, my mother always said, your, your name is unique. She didn't want nobody else to have my name. So somebody had my nickname, which was Sita, Mama Sita, okay? So she argued somebody down because they had my nickname. But me, I didn't think about that, right? But growing up, it did affect me because growing up, oh, I don't want nobody to have this. I don't want nobody to do this. I took a hairstyle out of my hair in high school because somebody had my hairstyle. But when I got older, I said, I, I can do that because it's going to keep you on an island by yourself. If you think you know more than everybody else is even though you might not think that people it comes off as you think you know everything and it closes you off to people who want to work with you that's how i viewed it so i had to change my perception and how i do things and how i came off but still not dim my light for others but also when i changed my vibration and my ass how i wanted it I noticed recently now that a lot of people off the internet from different people want to work with me now. And some of them I don't even know and they just coming to me because I changed my vibration. I changed the way I see things, how I view things about other people and it makes my potential to earn go even faster in the way I think about money because I had a problem with the way I thought about money, how I grew up in the church and all that kind of stuff. So I had to read books and a different things to help me grow me in, that, in those areas. And right now I'm reading another book too. Uh, it's called The Mountain Is You. It's about sabotaging. And see, people think, oh, sabotaging is a bad thing. It could be different areas that you're sabotaging yourself or others in. So even in order for you to grow to a different level or a different state, you have to identify and notice, hey, okay, it's a problem I need to fix. It is okay that I'm in this situation right now, but how I'm gonna grow past this thing? So once I had to bring that to my forefront and say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with right now, then everything went faster and smoother for me. So man, forget that uniqueness of how can we help each other? How can, okay, I'm using your material, you use my material, but I'm gonna put my spin to it. Or come on, let me partner with you and we can get this money together. 
So once I started doing it and think about it like that, people and things start coming up to me. And, the, you know, it starts coming faster. So I didn't yeah. want to put it out there. Yeah, no, no. Everything you say is great. So I want to, I want to keep your uniqueness. Just put it on the the light side, the, the the you know light shadow, the the bright side, if that helps you, you know, of the uniqueness. Because you want to take a TikTok trend and do it in your own unique way, so you can stand out. You get it? You do the same thing, but just in your own uniqueness. That's not what Arshia was saying. She wasn't speaking against that, but I just want to say it for everybody else because I know she understands that. I've never met an empath or intuitive person that is not a self-sabotage. I've never seen that. I've, I've never not seen. Every empath I've ever seen and every intuitive person is a self-sabotage. That don't mean you currently are doing it today, but you're, I've, I've never not met one. You're, you're on the shadow because you go to the shadow side of your intuitiveness and your empathy and you sabotage. It's just the shadow side. It is the shadow side. And it's, it's um, people who suffer with sabotage the most that I've seen. Anybody intuitive, anybody an empath, and oh my God, don't have it be an empathic person who is intuitive. You're the worst. You are the worst because you have a dream about somebody and hold them to that dream because you think your gift showed you who that person is. Oh my God. <laughs> no <laughs> you're, you're the worst it's the sabotage you want to find your way around you and that always comes back to having trading power it does <laughs> she said i'll be right though see what i'm saying <laughs> come on prophet jerry <laughs> that's perfect comment <laughs> Uh, Bishop, need your Freaking help. Virgos, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um, as a kid, yep. going back, like Oshir, as a kid, I had um a love for music. So, got teaching, got teaching lessons, but he wasn't playing like John P. Key. He wasn't playing like Timothy Wright and all of them. So I, okay. But I had, I've always had the ear for it, okay? Mm -hmm. So go to church, and one day the mother of the church is not there, so I play. And some people liked it. Then someone said, you don't play like uh, Mother Benjamin, God rest her soul. You don't play like Mother Benjamin. That scarred me. Yep. To now where... I have a song that I made and um, I play it every now and then, but I got away from the keyboard. Yep. Where, <laughs> because I don't, uh, uh, I don't, no. It's, no. I just fit because of what that person said and then because I don't play like John P. Key, I don't play with all keys. Basically, I just hear with the white keys and I may play a little bit in the black keys, but I play more in the white keys. So, help me out. Where can I go? I, I, well, okay, Keep, let, me, let, me, let, me hear, let me hear you ask this one. Where can I go? Where can I go? I know, I know. You know, you you can go to a uh, 
a musician, um, a um, a teacher, and do all that. But well, the good thing is, where do I go from here? Because I got the keyboard, and all he's doing is sitting outside. Yeah, probably got rained on by now, but. Right, because you're okay. We got a, we got a lot here, and I need to get to Dolores. She asked a question on YouTube. She wanted me to go back to Trading Power, which is probably going to help Adrian again. There's a lot here. Where you go next is Thursday, six thirty. You you you're gonna. It's gonna take me some time to rip that off of you, but you, you'll be you, you'll get it because that whole forty weeks is cognitive behavior therapy. Unfortunately for y'all. You're going to be good, but it's going to hurt like hell getting it off you. I'm telling you. It just is. It's part of the process. It's part of the process. Think about two pieces of paper glued together. Now take them apart. They can come apart, but both this papers will have holes in them. Yeah, the bandages. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. He's yes, about to. Sure. Go ahead, Phil. The pain is good. Number yes. one, pain tells you to stop doing it. Right, or no pain. God's pain. pruning you for a greater harvest later. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. So that's the first thing I want to tell you. But the second thing I want to tell you is your piano is not your piano. That's not your gift. That's not your love. That's not your passion. It's a constant reminder of the scarring you got by that one person. Wow. So every time you look at that piano, like keyboard, you're looking at what, who you have not forgiven. Wow. Yeah, and so it's so oh. deep. Yeah, well, I came with cognitive behavior therapist on purpose. I mean, it just took me years to do that. <laughs> it took me years. The yes, I'd like to say something to Prophet Jerry. Mm -hmm. uh, the The reason I have a three book series out now that, that I'm about to put out mm -hmm. is because years ago, when I came from New York, I had to work with those kids. I kind of buried everything because it was such a traumatic experience to resign and leave there. And then I'm on the train going back to New York, going to New York, and my boss is asking me about an incident in Baltimore that forced me to recount what happened in New York to give him an answer. And wow. I had to rip those Band-Aids off and open those wounds to be honest with him because he was a man of integrity, gave him that information. And when I finished, I said, Jerome, you need to tell this story to other people, not just to this one person. And it went from one book, Prophet Jerry, to three books. Wow. And fair I just wanted to share that. Yeah. 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 Psychology would tell you, Prophet Jerry, that your reward system got messed up in this area. But that keyboard, while you think is a reward, is a buried entrenched symbol of your unforgiveness of this person and the meaning that you made out of what they said to you and the truth is if i pass this microphone around every last one of them got a keyboard somewhere mm, wow it just don't look like a keyboard <laughs> some 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 folk on here right now don't even like their feet because one person told them they got ugly feet Okay, I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Having it right now. Somebody suffered right now because of that, for sure, for sure. Bruh, I still to this day for socks on. I love it. <laughs> that is the damn fucking truth. One person. One, one person. 
person and you ain't well, never lied. I ain't still go to bed recycling. Y'all just gave me my next topic for Sunday for my podcast. For there real. it is. There it is. Yeah. They said she put socks on to go to bed. Like, can't nobody see her. Yeah, she's still high to fit. And I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Adrian ain't by herself. I do it too. <laughs> and, then, and then you tuck him under the cover. <laughs> ain't no cameras out. People can't see. And you still hide them because deep in you, every time the air hit them, the reminder is wow, somebody is exposing you. Your worst <laughs> part of you is being shown. Reverend. Just, I get it. I totally get it. I totally. Well, totally Grace, get it. I had a I had an African per, per one of them people tell me that what happens is all the impurities of life are pushed down. So anything that is not pure and not good, it is pushed down. And if it's in the bottom of your soul, that's why your feet look like that. He said, "Honey, you look like you have life in you. Your feet tell your story." I said, "Oh my God, let me cover oh, these wow. bitches up." But it was the impurities that he said. Down. Wow. Okay. Did he stop? See what I'm talking about? I be messing up. I be messing up. That darn Wi-Fi, probably. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but you dark. Yeah, uh, yeah. The wi- Yeah, Wi-Fi bad. Wow, that's what I get because I was gonna ask you this morning, did you switch Wi-Fi? And I didn't ask you. Uh oh. You know what the crazy thing about the whole speed like the power in the tongue really plays with that thing though. Because I didn't have somebody tell me that. Uh, my stepmom when I was real young I'll never forget it she told me that I would have seven kids by the time I hit 21 or 22 I wasn't gonna be nothing or whatever like literally and that just shocked my whole world and then years when I was 25 I think I looked at it and I was like I have seven kids (laughs) so I was like she just cursed me and I dealt with that for a very very long time that stuff then oh that stuff weight on you heavily. Yes, it, it can't be a curse if it's a blessing from God. That's right. I heard him tell it another way. And only God knows the way. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care who thinks they're bigger, better. It doesn't matter. You might know something, but the knowledge that you have comes from the Almighty and or the other little demons that think they big enough, I mean, the little guys that think they big enough to tell you how to run, control, do, and handle your life. But that's why I'm always telling y'all, the last decision, the last determining factor of your life or what you, on what you hear, do, see, take, whatever it is, should be the word of God. And I don't necessarily mean the written word. I mean the word of God coming from him. That's fact, not fiction, not make-believe, but not could be, and not almost it is. He is almighty. There is no almighty other than him. He is the only one. So God said that 
your children are blessed. Seven is a blessed number in itself. Check it out. Ex All of your children's names are named after the people that God said for you to name them after. They walk in the mightiness of the almighty God. Only God has kept them alive. And you know this to be true. For without you, there would be no children in the number of seven. For he is almighty and he passed it down to you. So her, her wannabe cursing is proof that God would do exactly what he said. It's only a promise keeping statement, Yolanda. And that is whatever the enemy means for your harm. I, your God, will turn it around and make it good for you. I'm just saying. Just saying. Okay. Also, the seven... Uh, yo, yo, means completion. So out of your seven, you are complete now. Hey, Grace. Yes, sir. Tina, Tina may want to want the question she has or comment for Antonio to respond. So I just wanted to say that because I, I read your comment about Tina going ahead. And yeah, she may want um, that Antonio I don't know. Gina. Well, he, yeah, Deanna said that Antonio said for her to go ahead and, and, and go. Yeah. So, but she may want him to answer. Good morning, y'all. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm, a, I'm no, about to patch Antonio in. I love her hair. I love your hair. Thank you. I love my hair too. I don't know who said that, but I'm sure your hair is amazing. Oh, no, but I wanted to comment i don't know if you guys can hear them cutting outside my door no we hear you fine we don't hear that okay um i want to go back to two things that he spoke about and i wanted to help his impasse because i have a feeling there's way more than one on here the reason why most people most empaths you know i'm pretty sure if you you follow antonio so you know that a lot of your existence is, is existence is something that you created, something that you chose. You chose to come back into the life that you're in here now, right? You chose to come back into the family that you're going through so that you can have certain triggers to remind you of who you are and what you're supposed to do. Empaths typically were raised by or involved with an adult as a child. They were a child, they had a parent, an, aunt, an uncle, an older sibling, a grandparent that was extremely unstable and they felt things differently. So they immediately learned to look for the unstable thing in the room. That's why you always tend to be drawn to more negative people. That's why you don't like being in big crowds a lot of the time because it gets so heavy because you're initially, your brain tells you to go to the thing that is most dangerous so that you can be aware of it, so that you can stabilize it, so that you can know how to move to navigate through certain situations. And you learn this very early. Some of you even learned it in the womb as like an engram. But there's a way that you can use that. All you have to do is change the direction of your intention. A, you start by forgiving the adult because if you have that person and maybe it was a father who was in and out or a mother who was inconsistent or you were always moving or you never knew where your next thing was coming from. So you always had to be, or you had a person with an anger issue. So you're always looking for triggers. 
in those inconsistent situations, there were also good positive points that you just accepted, but you didn't know that they were coming. So instead of focusing on the negative thing, you have to learn to change your direction into picking up the positive thing. And you do that through your shadow work. And your shadow work is writing down and going through those instances that you can recall. And as you do it, you'll recall more. And it'll teach you how to get your empathy to take you into the top 1%. It only takes $100,000 a year to be in the top 20% of America. It takes about shortly under $800,000 a year to be in the top 1%. So it's not a great, huge jump. It's six hundred. It's a six dollars $700,000 jump. It's not that big of a jump. If you think about it, and it's all going to depend on where you place your attention. America has... 20% of the world's millionaires. That's 20% of the top 1%. That's the biggest portion that there is. So you want to move your gaze, your empathetic gaze into who is the happiest person in the room. Try to be in big groups and not draw negative people. Start using that as a test and start only drawing positive people knowing that positive people will walk into your life and pulling them in, even saying so before you walk into the room will change your perspective and change what you see. And in turn, change what you draw into you, draw around you. So as an empath and as a person who does help guide empathetic people into a lighter phase of empathy, they call it controlling your empathy. I just call it maneuvering in your empathy so that when you go somewhere, People that are positive are automatically drawn to you and they don't drain you. They pour into you instead of having all the negative people, the painful situations, the drama people drawn to you because you're looking for the situation that you may need to protect yourself from. So instead of protecting yourself from it, you're drawing yourself to it. So just be aware of that and try to use that when you go different places into different meetings, when you go into banks or wherever you go to extra money or loans or whatever it is that you do. Just when you go in and you'll draw the negative person to you, if you're an empath, you'll draw the loan assistant to you that doesn't want to give out loans. Unless when you go in, you go in with the mindset of I'm going to put out my empathy. I'm going to embrace my empathy. I'm going to embrace the fact that I can feel all the vibrations from all the people and draw the people in that have those high good vibrations and they will do good things for you. That was good. You want yourself. That is amazing. <laughs> that was good. That was spot on. Spot Speechless. on. Y'all on that. That was good. We need you on this call more often. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, what do you great. do? What do you do? What do you do, uh, Antonio? Um, in well, let her ask that first. Let her ask what she do, and I'll, I'll answer uh, Talisha in a second. Um, I'm in Honduras currently, and we're opening a clinic here at Usha Village. Um, but my company is The Good Witch, and we have a shadow work course, and I teach people how to go through those things. I do quite a few things on The Good Witch. It's a lot to list, but it's there. Um, I'm only on the call ever so often because I'm always gone. I haven't been, I've been in America probably about four weeks this year. So, I'm not always on. We have Wi-Fi all over Honduras it's, today, and some days the whole people. country has none. <laughs> Whatever. She's <laughs> one of those rich people. I, I won't say quick. I'm a rich person, but I will say I'm highly abundant. 
Yeah. Okay, no. Say it over. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. She made me, reminds me of a book called Getting the Love You Want by Harville Hendricks. He's a pastoral psychologist, got his doctor degree in marriage counseling, and found himself going through a divorce. So she said, I failed as a preacher, I failed as a counselor, I failed as a husband. And one of the tenets of his book is that you subconsciously marry the person you feel will heal your childhood wounds. So that's what she's talking about today. Those wounds that you have as a child, you're looking yeah. to heal them. And that's one of the reasons why. That that was beautiful. That was, uh, thank you very was. much. Thank you. Yeah, that's actually, that's very, very true because that's why they say women marry men like their fathers. And typically that's a jacked up experience. And men look for women that are going to nurture them like they wish their mothers would have. So they they do try to fill those gaps. So you do that in almost everything you do. And he put it in that marriage perspective, but you're doing it in business as well. Oh my gosh. Y'all are really, open. what the heck is going on right now? Like, seriously, what you say, oh, my dang on marriage and my business stuff and everything you just said. I'm sick of y'all for real. I need a break. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all for real. Oh my God. She <laughs> said I need a break. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, Talisha. I'm, I'm listening. You sounded like you had something. Yes, I did. Um, can someone explain to me what's going on with my third eye? It's been, it's been vibing. Like it's from my head, the middle of my head to my nose. It's, and I cannot, I don't know what to do with it. I try to sit still. I need help. What do I need to do right now? Fair enough. Well, uh, Sheena, you on the roll. You might as well grab that one. May I answer that or have some input? Yeah, you have some input. One of the things that happened to me, Tanisha, is that at an early age, I started having, uh, it, it, it's like palpitations through my body. I didn't know what it was and I didn't understand it. And it kept continuing on until uh, to be told, until God saved my life and I heard his voice. So I was told that I need to find a quiet place. And when I find a quiet place to answer, I'm here, I am yours to work through. So that is what I started doing. When I started doing it, I was able to home in or zone in to my more spiritual side. I started being able to do certain things, see certain things and those uh, palpitations through my body would move through my entire body. So I was able to, to home in on, say like if my, my hand was doing it, then I had to pray for people's hands or I was able to see who was having a problem with their hands or, you know, different things like that. So I would, it, my suggestion would be to give it an answer 
and that it would be that you are available because we're vessels. And God really doesn't want to work through anyone that doesn't want <laughs> to be worked through. So I would just say to answer it, find a calm place and then speak and say that you are, you are available. It's like someone knocking at the door. That's what's happening. Just saying. Thanks for saying that. You just helped me also because lately when I'm in the bed, I hear a knock, like either on the window or the wall, or even when I'm at work, I hear a bang and I'm trying to figure out what is that. And then the other day I had my, honestly, after we did that um, three-day convention, Antonio, where everybody, Sheena, all y'all were there. Um, right. I went and bought stones. And this one particular stone I used, it was yellow and it had orange in it. It's kind of big, but I went to Louisiana and got, got my stones. And literally two days ago, I slept with one of them in my hand. And y'all, it I wouldn't say scary. It was just like something spoke to me. And it was, it was a voice. I couldn't explain, but it was, it was clear as day. And I jumped up. And I was just like, wait, am I dreaming? Is this a part of a dream? Or did someone just say something to me? I can't remember what, what the person said, but it was a man's voice. And then I took the stone out of my hand after that. I think I got a little scared. <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, we're not gonna do this. Um, I need it is, I do need to go back to it. It's just all week, my third eye has been open. And what Ms. Sugar said, but that was Ms. Sugar, correct? I think that's who was just, no, no that, that, was, that was Sandra. I'm sorry, Miss Sandra. Uh, thank you so much for that. Um, I definitely do need to sit still for a longer period of time because I'm so short, short with things. I was just like, okay, if I ain't getting asked now, then I'm, I'm getting up and I'm leaving because I got other things to do. My thing is to learn how to quiet my mind. I'm even talking in my sleep and I'm not getting rest. So thanks for, for sharing Yeah, that's that. a good that's a good thing and a bad thing. So be careful. And just remember to uh, close all close all evil doors. Ask God to do that, that no bad vibes will come in. No bad energies will come in because they will sneak in. And then you have to learn how to deal with them. But most definitely holding that stone in your hand um, it calls for resilience. It calls for your attention. And it calls for you to answer to God, to allow those, those things to come through you. Because they're very powerful, which means that you're very powerful. Because the, the energy doesn't flow to someone that is unable to use it. It doesn't work like that. If you're available and you know how to work through it or allow it to work through you, then it will come because we've been trained to live through our flesh, but we're actually supposed to be living through our spirituality, our entity. So that's what's calling you and you, especially at this time, that's, that's really awesome. So yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> Stay blessed. Thank you, Sandra. You as well. Oh, y'all are, are on it. 
y'all are on it. Well, thank you so much. I guess it's my time to wrap this up. I need to go back to Dolores real quick. Training power. She wanted me to use her company as an example. And so Dolores is in the magazines. Yes, sir. Can we get Sheena's perspective really quick before you move on? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had caught on. I, I didn't hear her say nothing. Yeah, Sheena, if you want to go ahead. Um, well, she gave a very beautiful explanation, and so that was wonderful. And I do, I do think, Talisha, that when you're, there is no, I don't place a difference. Like, there's not really a difference between, there shouldn't be, the more you grow between your spirituality and your physicality, you're becoming more one. What she said about, um, being available and speaking is very, very true, but specifically for your third eye, when you have the tingle from here to here, from your third eye to your nose, to the tip of your nose, sometime to your xythoid process, which is the point between in your breastbone, right? You'll have tingling there. At that point, you say nothing, you sit still and you listen, you find a noise. You find an outside noise, whether it's the lit sound of the AC, whether it's the sound of a frog way down the street, whether it's the sound of something that's consistent that you have no control over. You find that sound and you sit and you listen to it. You don't do anything and it's hard. You don't do anything, you sit and you listen to it and it allows you to come to a place where you can be centered and that will help you receive whatever message is trying to come through and it'll help it move through your system. I'm on a call. Okay. Um, and it'll move through your center. I'm sorry. And when you feel it in other places, like she was saying, she had the heart palpitations and she could see things and feel things like when she needed to pray for their hands. And that's because you're, you're, that's coming from your heart chakra. So your heart is internally telling you this is what you need to do and it will cause you to have different effects. So wh whatever effect you're having is coming from a certain center or a certain energy center in your body. So you wanna pay attention to that center at that time. So for you specifically, when you're talking about your third eye chakra is when you need to be silent, find something outside yourself to listen to and focus on that because that's how you'll know that you're getting a real answer and not a traumatic one or something that's coming from a traumatic event because a lot of the times we hear inner voices or we hear something that we've been through or we hear something, a thought that doesn't belong to us or a thought that's not for us because we're looking in the wrong areas. We're actually looking for it. If you stop looking for it and focus on something outside yourself like a sound, it allows spirit to actually speak to you and not a trauma or some other kind of whatever energy is around to speak to you. So that's how you can make sure that you're hearing and getting the right thing. When you have those heart palpitations and you start that trembling, you wanna sit and you wanna listen to it and you do wanna be very, very open to it so you can know who you need to speak to and what you need to pray about. When you have the citrine, I'm pretty sure if you have a yellow stone that has orange in it and it probably has some white in it too, Centering is mostly for healing, but it can cause your intuition to be very highly raised. And if you're not ready for that kind of openness to have actual tones and things come to you, then I would say sleep with it under your pillow instead of in your hand. Because it'll kind of, it'll calm it down a bit. But that's not really one that's for sleeping. If you want to go to sleep with a stone, make sure it's a calming stone. Make sure it's not an energetic stone that's going to be giving you messages and keeping you awake at night. 
Stones have energy, but they carry certain energy. So you want to make sure you have the right stone under your pillow or near you while you sleep, not just any stone. Got it. Thank you so much. Alrighty, there it is. That's why she is ATS royalty. Outstanding. I appreciate all of you for being here. Let's see. The uh, Dolores has a magazine company, so there's no trading power in magazines. However, there is trading power in making people stars. How does the FM radio station sell their trading power? There's no trading power in radio. There's no trading power in, in people being on the radio. The trading power comes with everybody listening to the radio thinks one day they can be famous. What happens is they do the contest. Hey, win a free ticket. You can be next. Call into the show. You're bored from driving. That's the trading power. Taking it back to the magazine, the digital magazine. So that's not even about being trading power in the digital magazine. But what Dolores is doing, which is proper, is what I want to coach her to do, is she is giving people a platform to reach more people, not just from the magazine, but she has an interview program that she's doing. If I was Dolores, I would pivot, which is one of the greatest things you can do as a brand and and as someone who who is an influencer because Dolores is more of an influencer than her magazine is and let me just do this as a parenthesis for all you smart people out there don't be afraid to pivot don't marry your vision marry your mission so what Dolores can do is shift her digital magazine into a multimedia company Dolores needs the email newsletter she lets, lets news she sends out every day. She needs a show called Standout, the people in her zip code or her city that's just standing out. And she needs a podcast of people, exclusive podcast, just for her zip code so people can beg to be on her podcast. And she needs a digital agency in which she's learned somebody's learning how to do paid distribution of ads and she has written articles along with the the videos and, and interviews that she's doing and she needs to dominate dominate both audio and video and now she doesn't have just a magazine company she has a full-on multimedia company operating as a news station and a media platform don't be afraid to pivot, y'all. Do what works. When it stops working, do something else and that it, something will work. I didn't tell you do 10 things and hope one works. That's not what I said. That's what y'all do. Don't do 10 things and hope one works. Do one thing 10 different times until something works, but do them one at a time and slightly pivot. You can have, you can find the trading power. Your audience will always tell you where you need to go. Cool. I can't see anybody, Liana, but did they nod their heads and take notes or something? Yes. Yes, sir, they did. And Miss Yolanda has her hand up. Yes. Go ahead, Miss Yolanda. My question, um, real quick, uh, I don't know, announcing your name right. Miss Lady with the beautiful locks. I love it. But um, 
I don't even think you're supposed to call them locks. But anyway, real quick, uh, when you spoke about the negativity, when you draw locks negativity. Locks is the better term. Huh? Locks is the better term. Okay, I was just making sure. Um, but when you, like the people around you, like you started with the, you know, someone when you were younger, adult and stuff, and then it carried over even like in your marriage and the people you choose and, you know, you just drawing negative people, people that need to be fixed and all that kind of stuff, right? So in my aspect, uh, because what I want to do, I want to get rid of that kind of aspect in my life because I feel like that's a constant thing for me. So being the type of person I am, because this talk right here was kind of freaked me out a little bit, but, you know, it was helping me to, you know, open up and, you know, basically be real with myself or whatnot. So my question is, someone like me, how do you push out that or get rid of that negativity on a daily? Because it's like, it's real deep, you know. Okay, so you've done the first thing at least you acknowledge it acknowledging that it's there is one of the hardest things for people to do because they'll say oh well no I didn't go through anything like that there was no inconsistency this was amazing in hindsight it might have helped you become who you are but it was still inconsistent and it was still what it is so you've already done that and wanting to change that is something that you just have to do while you're healing it the way you heal it so that you don't continuously have to work on it and make a conscious effort every day to not do that because that's what you have to do at first it's just make a conscious a conscious effort every day and in everything you do not to see or be drawn to the negativity in things now as you go through your shadow work and you work through that process it'll start to fade away and it won't be so deep so you'll stop saying things like oh it's so deep it's not that deep, it, it's present. And once you get to the point to where you know it's there and you're almost there, you get to the points where you just know it's there, it's no longer deep, it's superficial and you can just start to wipe it away. And the way you start to wipe it away, um, I'll give you a few tips, like things that you could start to try, things, things that you could just start to do at home. Um, what, I have my, what I have my students do and what I have the people that go through my courses do, if you spend at least, give yourself two days, you, would think, you wouldn't think it would take this long, but give yourself two days, get you a piece of notebook paper or journal or something and write down what you remember happening every two years. For like, let's say you were born in 1980. So what do you know? What stories have you been told that happened to you in your first two years of life? Oh, well, I was told somebody dropped me off the back of a couch. Write that down because you don't remember it subconsciously you don't remember it but you've had it implanted in you because half of the shit that you went through you don't remember going through somebody just told you you did so you write that down and you also you don't just write the bad things you write the good things as well so you know you had a birthday party you're gonna write those things you know somebody celebrated you you're gonna write those things you know somebody took care of you and supplied all your needs you're gonna write that down too and it's gonna take some time and some paper, but what you'll notice is as you go through it, you've been through a lot of negative things and you had you saw a lot of negative things, but there were way more positive aspects because there had to be for you to still be present. Um, so you'll work through that shadow work that way and you'll deal with it bit by bit by bit 
but the first step you already done is acknowledged it. The second thing is making that conscious effort to only draw positive things into your existence. Like it would be so, e it's easier to naturally go to whatever's easiest and typically whatever's easiest is not very positive. So you wanna make sure that you have that conscious effort of every time I go into this place, I'm drawing positive things to me. I wanna see who the most happy people in this room are. I have this bad habit and I can see things and I, I'm, I'm a seer. I don't wanna see all the people that just went through a divorce in the restaurant. I'd rather see the people that just got married that are happy. Show me that. So you can control what you start to see over time. You can control what you start to feel over time by just simply being conscious that you're going to have to see something anyway. It might as well be something positive. That's good. I appreciate it because I thought I was just drawing the negative people because I needed to help people, you know, or just drawing the negativity because I need to change or fix it. But that just is draining. And I feel like the negativity and fear stays on me because of that. I'm supposed to look at it in a oh different way. Oh my God! Well, yeah, you almost you almost made my nose bleed. You know, no, 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 no. You can't be drawing in negative people with such passionate energy as you just proclaimed. Abraham Hicks says you can't be sick enough right. to help sick people. You, you you can't do that. The the negative people will be with you always. Sick people will be with you always. Poor people will be with you always. Whatever it is that you are calling negative, it will be here always. Draw yourself to health. Draw yourself to right. wealth, abundance, and prosperity. And let those people, everybody hear me, they have a light in them. The only, for all you empaths, because Yolanda is on it, and I'm glad she said this. To all you empaths, your job is not to heal people. You stop it. You stop it right now. All you healers, there's no healing people. There's no empathetic healing people. Your job is not to be drawn in negative people and unnegative them. Your job is to have the light in you so strong that it invites me to activate my own light to heal myself. This is why y'all be drained after y'all help people and heal people because you let them suck from you. All our bodies, all our mind, body, spirit complexes are self-healing machines. But if you don't let me use my light to heal myself, I will destabilize you. I will give you cancer. I will give you ulcers. You will then take on all of my disease and my sickness, and you will go home and kick the dog in the mouth. And you won't be able to take care of your spouse because you're trained. You will carry my excess disease in your stomach as weight gain. Your face will get fatter. You will get sicker. Your skin will get paler because you didn't allow me to heal myself. You allowed me to plant my poison in your soul. This is very important for y'all to understand. Everyone here has the light, whether you're conscious of it or not. And you are not supposed to fix me. I am perfect in all my disgustingness. You're not supposed to fix me. You're supposed to invite me to fix myself. My God, sir, Amen. that's awesome. You better go ahead with that. Amen. Amen. Antonio, <laughs> I, I got 11 o'clock I'm pushing up against, so let's talk a little bit. We got it 630. 
48 Laws of Power will be going, let others do the work for you. Nobody likes a rundown, burnout hero. There are some skills you do not possess. Standing on the shoulders of giants can be brilliantly manipulated. And then sharing credit with others. And then if we get through with that, then Law 8, make other people come to you. Use bait if necessary. That's what you were just talking about. So sorry I had to jump in here. There it is. And then we got 8 o'clock. We got... Uh, Jaquita doing her TED talk for us. So got to go. Love you. Great call tonight again. How do you explain this to somebody, what we do with this? <laughs> How do you put it in the world? Say, you know what? This is what we do. Out. So uh, thanks for letting me jump in there and be a little rude, but I need to go. Love you. No, no. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I just had an inspired idea from Phil. We'll have on this leadership, 40-week leadership class, we'll have Sheena be a guest speaker on, on, on one or two of those. Uh, coming forth as as she'll be in some different country. She ran an article by then, though, so we'll see what happens there. But just remember, this is my final. What I'm gonna do is, why I'm gonna give my final. Just let me know. Let Tina give your final. Well, okay, just let you know, and then you'll get out of an article, or you'll find Wi-Fi in an article. Got it. Got it. We'll make sure you do that. Just my final thought. I'll make them super short, so Sheena, you can you can say whatever you want to say here. But I want to stay in right where I was at. Your job is to invite me to be the God that I am. Nothing less and nothing more. You cannot fix me because once energy becomes matter, it cannot be changed. Here's what it is. The only way for Antonio to change is Antonio has to create new energy that becomes new matter. So if you want to fix your marriage, you can't change your marriage. You have to create a new marriage. If you want to rekindle a relationship, you can't start somebody back over in the past. You have to create a new future. You can't drag anybody. You can't make people jump through hoops because those hoops are already there. So you're not, you are not creating a newer relationship. You're creating walls that you're making someone knock down all over again. Only, only, only create the desired result that you want. And if I don't vibrate at your new desired results, I am no longer good for your future. I may be a good person. I may belong in your life but I don't belong as a grand and major role in your future until I vibrate at what you have just created. My last words, let the universe fade people away. It's a natural part of life. You got, you got to change, you got to close some thoughts. I don't really have a lot of thoughts because that was beautiful. I gotta just share something with you real quick because it's a beautiful, beautiful view. I figured I'd just show y'all the view of the mountains of Honduras because they're gorgeous. And anytime you go outside and you look outside, you can find something to be grateful for. You can find something to be appreciative of. You can find something to take you out of that negative space. So when you feel like you're drawing all of this negativity into your life, 
just go look at the sky, go look at the ground, appreciate the grass and how it gets stepped on and it still pops back up. So just go see those things, admire those things and appreciate those things because nothing goes through more than the grass and yet it still stands, it still grows, it keeps growing and it's beautiful in its own right. Even the weeds, who call them weeds? They're, they're really not. They're just flowers that people don't know how to use. So just know that there's always something that you can look for, that you can find, that you can listen for if you can't see, that you can touch if you can't hear or see. There's always something to remind you of the positivity that you would need to take you out of a negative place. Always, like as long as the sun rises, there's something that you can see that'll take you out of a negative aspect of life. There's an experience out there that's something that you can experience. There it is. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Everybody, we will see you later. I have to wait for the transformer to get sick, so probably won't make film school. If not, we'll re just reschedule it. But you can plan better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Love you, everybody. Love you. Thank you. Everyone have a great day. Love you more. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.